there's a tension, there's a secret, there's hiding away, there's the risk of getting caught, and all of those things are thrilling. Hey, thanks for joining us on Love Better. Today we're talking about what happens when you think you're in love with someone who is married. And psychotherapist Mary Jo Rapini is with me today to offer her expertise. Now, Mary Jo, you mentioned that you really wanted to cover this topic because you had a client who thinks she's in love with a married man. Do you want to give us a little background on that? Yeah, sure. And this, I like this particular um, case with this client because she is representative of a lot of people that seem to fall into this category. Not always, but it's just more typical. She came in and I didn't know her real well, but she was almost giddy. She was happier than she had been when I had seen her before. She seemed a lot lighter almost euphoric. And I, right away, you know, we kind of made small talk in the beginning, but immediately I went to her mood and I said, wow, you seem really happy. And she said, well, I'm in love. This guy was so perfect. He made her feel so loved, so um, important. And she told me that in the past, she had always felt really inadequate with men, um, they they oftentimes ignored her or had cheated on her. And this man made her feel so smart and sexy and adored and that he was so thoughtful. But she admitted to me that he was married and he had told her he was married to a crazy woman. Well, I'm putting quotations around crazy because that's very typical for a lot of people who cheat. They're rationalizing it. And I don't know, maybe the guy was married to someone who was a little off or maybe dealing with mental illness. But at the same time, he had three kids. And the reason he told this this client of mine that he was with her was because he didn't want to lose the kids. She kept saying, I'm in love with him. I'm in love with him. But yet she only saw a very small portion of him. I had a heartfelt sinking feeling like, oh my goodness, you know, this is going to be yet another disappointment in her love life career. And I'm sure people don't really plan on having a love affair with a married person. You know, I would assume that people would much rather find somebody that's single and available. So how does something like this happen? Well, I think you're lonely. I think you're looking for something. And I think many times when someone is married, they have to rationalize it and justify it in their own mind to tell their story, why they're doing this. Because no matter who you are, you know, you don't have to be religious or of any real high moral standard to understand that cheating is adulterous and it's wrong. And you're potentially putting a lot of people at risk for your for your relationship with this person. And I've also seen people who maybe have... Um, have had tumultuous relationships in the past, be attracted to this kind of person because they don't want someone who's clingy. They don't really want 
the whole person of the dirty socks and doing their laundry and all that stuff. So it's kind of fun because when they do see this person, they can't see them when they want to, but when they do see them, they know they'll have the intensity and then it'll be over and they'll get treated really well. Because if you're having an affair, you have to treat the person you're having an affair with really super. And the majority of people who get sucked into one of these really like that high passion, high intensity state. And so rather than love, they're feeling a lust or addiction or maybe, you know, like a infatuation. But love is really deep and love doesn't lie and love doesn't tell a story. And love is messy. True love has a very messy side and it's also... Um, it's accepting. And no matter who you are, if you're cheating, you're entering a relationship lying. I was thinking that this kind of relationship must be really exciting, kind of like you said. Um, Do you ever find clients who are just kind of addicted to this need for drama or that maybe they just really enjoy this type of situation more than they even enjoy the person that they're claiming to love? I think the majority of people who are in one of these relationships are held bound with the hope that it will turn into a marriage. Mm. And I think the way they stay in it is because it is an addictive process and there's a tension, there's a secret, there's hiding away, there's the risk of getting caught. And all of those things are thrilling and they make the sex better. And these relationships are usually extremely sexual. And so once they're also emotional though, and that and that's important because it's not just the sex. And I have clients telling me that all the time. It's not just the sex. But when you take everything else away, if it was emotional, it would probably end up being physical too. So Mary Jo, would you say that it's probably impossible for somebody to truly be in love in this sort of situation? It depends on how you define truly, but to honestly be in love, yes, because there is always, always a lie with this kind of thing. Even in the event that the guy or the or the woman, their husband or wife knew the other husband or wife, there would be an element of lying because they don't know how often you're with this person. They don't know the capacity of what you're saying with this person, and they don't know the depth of how much you're willing to throw them under the bus for this person. So Mary Jo, in your expertise or just in the clients that you've seen, is there any kind of future for a relationship like this where there's infidelity happening. And that's a super question because I can honestly say on my personal, um, in my personal life, I know several couples like this. And it's interesting to be, to be um, an acquaintance of theirs because even though I'm not seeing them in my office, they will confide in me. There is forever and a um, feeling of mistrust. Mm. And I don't know how it could not be, because if you think about it, if that person cheated their their partner before you, 
and you cheated with them, then you know that cheating is very much a part of their life and that they can do it again. And basically, you have two cheaters. Many of these relationships, both people are cheating. So when you have two cheaters trying to make something honest, it just... I mean, marriage is tough anyway. Why would you ever enter it with those kinds of issues? I, it just seems um, usually it doesn't work. And even if it does, it may work to get you down the aisle. But you're going to earn every one of those days you're married <laughs> to that person. So, uh, you know, you have to know going into it that you caused a lot of its probable demise. All right, so we kind of established that this type of relationship is is pretty toxic. Mm-hmm. Now, how does someone even begin to let go of the person they think they're in love with? Well, I usually go through first before I give them actual steps, and there are actual steps. I I try to reason with them. And even though reasoning in this state of euphoria, of lust, of addiction and infatuation that they're in doesn't always work. Parts of it will sink in as they, as after they leave my office and have those alone times when their partner is with their family or their lover is with their family, um, meaning that they want that they want their partner to come and see them, but he or she can't because they're with their their spouse and the mm. kids. So I usually tell them, listen, believing you're you're in love with someone who's married is common. And I hear and see it all the time. The problem is that it's like seeing only the trunk of the elephant and you're blinded to the rest of the elephant's body. So you cannot love what you cannot see. In other words, you love someone acknowledging their worst and best. If you don't know what their worst or best is or what it's like having kids with them or being their spouse, then it's going to be very difficult to make a smart decision about this person. And men and women, if you think about it, um, who cheat have nothing to lose in the relationship they're in with you. Where they may lose is their spouse, who they're married to. Because if they have kids, they're probably going to lose. And if they lose their spouse, they're going to lose their history and their family. And it's no easy thing to lose a spouse. And most of them don't want to. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes when I talk to a cheater, they'll say they love both people, which is probably sort sort of right on. But I still have a hard time believing that they understand the depth of love. And if they do, they're being very selfish, in my opinion. Um, A cheating man or woman will tell their lover what they want to hear. So you have to remember that my client was hearing exactly what she wanted to hear. He knew that. Um, They say all the time, it is very predictable for them to say what they what they will leave their spouse someday, but they usually don't. And the statistics for you and them, if they do leave, are poor. What we had talked about earlier, Rena. This is just something you should keep in your mind. Many of the remarried couples struggle with jealousy. It's very common. They know that each other can and did cheat. And once you cheat with someone married, no matter how this term affects you, it is adultery. 
and you will live that legacy if you continue to go forward. And I'm not saying it's it's bad for you or it's a sin forever. I'm just saying it is the truth forever. Sometimes when people violate their own code of ethics, they suffer physically as well as emotionally. And something like that, I've seen it carried down through the through the couple's relationship with their body not working right, or they'll get chronic headaches, or they'll get chronic stomach aches, or they'll struggle with infertility, or something bizarre that the physicians will say, there's nothing physically wrong with you. So Mary Jo, what are some of those steps that you mentioned that people can take to get over this type of relationship? Yeah, and these are very simplified. So once again, Rena, we're always telling the um, listeners to please comment and let us know what they think um, or what their situation is. Because when you have broad things like this, everybody is a little different. So the first thing is, you know, you have to focus on yourself and get so busy that you cannot attend to this person anymore. And, be, and I want you to do that because once you start cutting down your attention for them, you can imagine what they do. Because remember, you've been keeping them married in a sense. You've been keeping them so occupied with you that they haven't had to go through the struggle or change their behavior to be a better partner in their marriage. So mm. once you start pulling back, they're going to get frantic and they usually will get more demanding. They'll start treating you more. But the important thing is that then, that by then you have a network. And when I say network, I mean, you. It, this is a very important step. Call about three of your good friends and tell them exactly what happened. You have got to be honest at this point and tell them that you may you feel you may be addicted or you may be too weak and you will go back. Ask them if there'll be supports that you can call. If you don't have a good friend base, this is where I would definitely get therapy or get a therapist that could help guide me because this compulsion to go back is so, so difficult. And the easiest thing for you is just to keep it a secret and deal with it with your, by yourself. But that will take much longer because more than likely, you'll continue to go back. So um, I just think that having friends that can hold you accountable and can be there for you are going to really help you make that break. And lastly, you know, in this story, this guy said his wife is crazy. Now, she may be, but how would you really know? She may be feeling vulnerable. And this guy may be totally self-centered. Just keep an eye. You know, when, when you think about him, what was he like? Charmers are good at charming because they understand what people's needs are. And they focus on fulfilling those needs. And if you if you withdraw your attention, he's going to focus, he or she is going to focus on even more of your needs. So you're going to start, this voice in your head is going to say, oh my gosh, I'm making a terrible mistake. Like I'll never find anybody that will love me at this level. Know at those times that is addiction talk. And it's not rational talk. You definitely, once you get clean and away from this guy, 
you will open your life to new people who will be coming in. And if you want someone to love you, you most definitely will find love again if you're capable of loving yourself. At the end of the day, you have to be um, quiet and you have to ask yourself this very simple yet profound question. If this guy in this story or woman, whoever, cheated on their partner whom they had kids with, what makes you so special that he won't, she won't do it again? And I think when we ask that question, you'll see very much where I'm coming from as a therapist. It happens all the time. And people that are in this pattern, even though they tell you they've never done this before, my guess is, um, as a therapist, my very licensed, educated guess is they have done it more than once. And you are just one of the people. But don't let that make you feel a fool. You got trapped in this one. And the person who gets out of the trap is the one who has the most courage. And that's hopefully going to be you. Well, that concludes our episode for today. You can find more relationship tips and resources at maryjoerapini.com which is listed in the podcast description. And don't forget to tweet me at Mary Jo Rapini, and that's an excellent place to also direct message me. If you need help in your particular situation or you have more to relate about this story from a different perspective, I want to know about it. And for all of you listening, please, if you have an interesting topic or challenge in your relationship, let me know because I'm forever collecting data to get you the very best podcast for your love life because remember it's all about love and better. <laughs>